to Load a Couch, episode 61. Finally, I'm getting my girly beers. Stan Lee the Perv, comfy couch reviews. PS4 fans are seriously crazy. Questions from fans. Beer. Reach in at your own risk. This is a loaded couch. All right, we're back. Episode 61 of the loaded couch. Wow, I, I just totally messed it up, but whatever. We're going to keep going. Let's get started with the beer mash. Celtic, what are you drinking? I'm drinking, <clears throat> excuse me, the, mer- beer. <laughs> the Mermaid Pilsner from Coney Island Brewing. It's a uh, Pilsner lager. Uh, they're out of Cincinnati, Ohio, and Brangsville, PA. Okay. It's like a, yeah, it's like a <laughs> collaboration with the Boston Beer Company. It says. So, so is there like a different Coney Island that I'm thinking? <laughs> That's of? what I was just thinking. <laughs> exactly. We're gonna bring you a Coney was, Island beer from Ohio. When I was filling out the uh, the sheet here that we keep track of things, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, uh, you know, New York, Coney Island. I'm like Cincinnati. What the hell is this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, no, it's uh, it's really good. I'm almost done with my first bottle before we even warm. Start. Is it good, warm or cold? Uh, I'm curious to see if it chills up a little more. In your hand? You put it in the freezer. I didn't, but I know my fridge here at the house is a lot colder than the one at the store. Ah, uh, okay. Mm. Oh yeah, because you have nothing but the best. Pitch. The best. What are you drinking? I'm drinking the year you guys graduated college, class of '88 barley wine. Mmm. A North Coast Brewing collaboration with Rogue Ales and Spirits. It's a barley wine ale. They're from Fort Bragg, California. It's a deep amber color, and it's 10% alcohol, and I love me some barley wines. Okay. Uh, myself, I'm drinking, I'm trying to clean out my fridge. Uh, so I'm finishing off that Palo Santo uh, Maron. Maron? <laughs> I still don't get that. Mayron. Uh, Mayron, yeah. Uh, Dogfish Head Brown Ale, Milton Delaware, twelve uh, percent alcohol. So, right can in the you, beer news. What's up? Hold on. Can you can you guess what glass I'm drinking out of? Ready? Oh, let's see. <laughs> Sounds shallow. Sounds like it's got a little tiny stem on it. I'm gonna say a tulip glass. <laughs> Snifter. <laughs> was I right with the shallow? <laughs> I was right with the shallow. Okay, yeah, and it yeah. does have a stumpy leg. Does it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, beer news. New craft beers aim to appeal to ladies and pigeon. Uh, mm-hmm. Though women already account for the conception of consumption of about 32% of craft beer, uh, the industry would like to increase that number by introducing more alcoholic beverages or bevies uh, that specifically cater to a more feminine audience. Cherries. So in, o- in other words, they should just reach out to pigeon and get his, his, yeah. feedback, <laughs> you know, his feedback on all the beers he drinks. Well, the funny I know thing what is, the, is, I know what the ladies like. Yeah, you don't have to reach out. You can just listen here and find all the fruit beers that have gotten yays from Pidge. Okay, well, I'm gonna. You guys it, would yay all of them too. Shut up. Yeah, I want to interject real quick here. So sure. I know last week we did a uh, brown ale as our choice for the week. Mm-hmm. We didn't really do one this week, but how about next week? I was thinking uh, we do a cider beer of choice. No, no. Yep. <laughs> so we're we're that's, you're buying it then. <laughs> you're so you're gonna I'm buy it. I'm bringing all bunch of good beers up. We're going to go and ruin it with a cider beer. Yeah, so we're going to do cider beer, or if you want, like you could do a gluten-free beer. Oh, my uh, gosh. I was just going to say, you're. I'm surprised you're not going to say gluten. Crazy thing is, is those gluten beers are expensive. Yeah, I had the uh, dogfish one. 
there was there's a gluten beer. It's like a Toise Seasonal or Toise Seasonal or something. It's not that good. Mm. Soda Stream has announced the release of its new home beer system, the Beer Bar. <laughs> the brand is an exciting concept of making a quality home crafted beer using sparkling water and a unique beer concentrate brewed to perfection. <laughs> Was it like powder in a bag or something? That's disgusting. It's the beer. So wait, ew, wait, so you're using the sparkling water to give it the carbonation taste? Yeah, it's like those emergency vitamin packets, but it's beer, and you're just going to add it into your sparkling water Yeah, probably. so it's like a bouillon cube <laughs> of beer. Have you guys ever had like a soda stream soda? <laughs> I have not, no. No. <laughs> I can't imagine this tasting good. Uh, On the website, they're like talking it up like it's the best thing since sliced bread, it's like, oh, it's so good. It's a light blonde ale. You know, it's going to be great, and it's going to be huge. Now, is SodaStream something big? Yeah, that's, you know, that's that home soda kit. You know, you yeah. ever see, like, where you, you punch down into the bottle, and it's, like, got the carbonation tube? No, no idea. Yeah, you make your own soda, essentially. Okay. Uh, TV and movie talk. Movies, let's get started with that. Uh, Pidge, what'd you watch? <laughs> I started watching Sicario. <laughs> Just started. And How the was... hell do you fall asleep, especially during a movie no. like that? Hey, listen, asshole, I'm not even done talking. <laughs> so you shut your whore mouth. We were doing the, uh, we were streaming from my PC to the Xbox 360, and I don't know what it was. Uh, ever since I got an update in my router, it's not even registering my PC now. Hmm. I got to figure something out. And I weird. could, you know, make a DVD and put it on, but. I'm oh. just trying to. I've been using my old PC as like a. I think it's like a DL, DNLA server or something like that. Kelty, to stream to, it. To kind of. Uh, sorry to cut you off, Pitch. Uh, to kind of answer the question that you were going with with how you can fall asleep. I watched Lucy and Into the Woods. I watched them with Whiskers, and she fell asleep with both of them. So I ended up watching Lucy, but well, the first half with her, the second half by myself. But she then, got mad at you. No, but then Into the oh. Woods again, same thing. I watched the first half with her in the second half by myself but then i ended up watching the second half with her the next night because i I can't i don't pitch i don't understand how you can do it once a movie's on it's like i have to watch it even if my eyes are bloodshot and red and i'm like tired as can be yeah but dude i have to finish it for some reason yeah you can't you can't break the rhythm of the movie you gotta you gotta power through it yes i understand but when you're shit drunk and you're falling asleep can't stay up. I can't. <laughs> okay. You're telling me you're shit drunk and you can stay up to watch a movie. Well, I don't get shit drunk when I go watch a movie. So <laughs> you're not having there, fun. There, therein lies your problem. Well, Calc, what, uh, what movie did you watch? Uh, you're not having fun then, you piece of shit. <laughs> now, real quick, Scotch, what did you think of Into the Woods? I was not a fan of it. I didn't mind it for what it was. It, I think it was. Wasn't Johnny Depp in it? Yeah, he was the uh, the big bad wolf. <laughs> he was. Um, I think he was a bad wolf. If you went, if you went into it with the mindset that it was going to be a musical, which it was, I'd have to say because it was music for three quarters of the movie. I I didn't mind it. I mean, for what it was, the story was a little bit weird. It was a little bit long. The way it ended was strange in comparison to the typical Disney uh, fairy tale stories that were originally told for what this was supposed to be a collaboration of, like Cinderella. What was the tangled one with uh, Rapunzel, uh, Little Red Riding Hood, which I don't know if that's a Disney story originally or not. What else was there? 
character you saw. Mm, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. Anyway, to it was like a collaboration of all the oh, uh, Jack and the Beanstalk. Um, yeah, it was a big mix of all the, the right and the stories. They kind of mixed tales. together pretty well, but like I said, it seemed a little bit long, and the ending was a lot different than what I was expecting. Like it wasn't the three tier happy ending that you typically expect from a Disney fairy tale. Um, yes, it was very, very long winded, I thought, and right. it didn't keep my attention like a movie like Maleficent or something like that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, for the uh, for being the musical that it was supposed to be, I didn't think it was that bad. Got a little uh, Emily Blunt theme going on here with the mm-hmm. movies, too. Yeah. I watched uh, 13 Hours. Actually, her husband was in that movie. Emily Blunt's husband. Yeah, from the office. What's his name? Uh, Jane, John Krasinski or something? Yeah, something like that. It was the 13 Hours oh, about... Michael, ben- the Michael Bay movie. Michael Bay about Benghazi. And I watched Dirty Grandpa. Are you too. a VIP member with um, Xbox Video? <laughs> no, but I should be. Yeah, you should. 13 Hours we watched over you know Memorial Weekend. Okay, uh, good. Yeah, it was really good. Gets you uber pissed off. Um, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> well, without getting political, you it, it, regardless of Hillary, you take the whole Hillary thing out. It's mm-hmm. you, watch, you watch something like that, and every person that was in a higher command, regardless if it was her or generals or whomever they be, they should have really been put on a trial of some sort. I mean, there's no reason if, if the information given in that movie with once they came under attack and those seals asked for support within the first half hour. And the Air Force in Italy said it would take them three hours to get there. They still fought for another 10 hours that they didn't need to fight for. Mm. Um, Every time I hear like Benghazi and any news from there, all I can think of is Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton on like the trial. She's like, what difference does it make? Yeah. yeah They're stupid yeah. ass. Scotchy, I know you watched Lone Survivor with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Um, it gives you that type of feeling, like it's very patriotic, very, you, you know, you appreciate the soldiers and what they do, yep. but in the same breath, you also get a little frustrated and aggravated with the, the whole rules of the engagement and we need clearance for this. And it's like, you know, when your yeah. people are dying and they're under fire like that, you do whatever to save them. Right, what right. is your, your, your brother's a veteran. What does he think about the rules of engagement? Um, well, he's got some, <laughs> some interesting input on it, uh, you know, from his year in uh, Iraq and stuff. But uh, you, you'll see that in this movie. You can hear him over the radio. They're like, do not fire until they fired at you. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, I'm like, I see a weapon and it goes up. He's getting dropped. It, you know, he, I'm not waiting for him to yeah, shoot. Because your me. accuracy is what, like 300%? My KD is off the chart. Man. <laughs> Dude, you're, like, you're like Abraham from The Walking Dead. <laughs> um, and real quick, uh, we watched Dirty Grandpa with uh, Zac Efron and Robert De Niro. Oh, Robert, Zach Efron's so hot. I highly recommend getting the unrated version. Um, Robert right. De Niro is hysterical. I recommend it. It has some slow parts and really stupid parts, but the funny stuff highly outweighs it. Mm. All right. The next installment of the, uh, in the Friday the 13th film franchise is moving forward and will reportedly serve as an origin story for Jason Voorhees. Uh, who, which one of you guys has followed kind of all of the Jason Voorhees movies? I think I think I, I got lost after Camp was it Camp Crystal or Crystal Lake? Crystal, Crystal Lake. Lake, yeah. That's, I um they went first. to space and stuff. I don't know, man. Yeah. I've I watched the first two a long time ago, but like you just said, Pigeon, I mean, dragging it on all the way up into space and stuff. This is a cool idea though. Like I don't think Yeah, if, if they get a good director to direct it and good writers. Yes. Yep. I'm very interested in knowing how Jason Voorhees became, you know, what he was. 
Yeah. The uh, film. Hopefully, it's like super dark. Of course, I mean, uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, could, I guess with the last few like kind of being a little bit cheesy. Yeah. Cheesiest. Uh, the film will provide context <laughs> for Jason's actions and explore the character's motivations. Uh, you kind of have to understand Jason Voorhees. So we go back and we kind of start it over and work our way forward, he explained. I'd, I'd be interested if like some of our listeners just gave us a quick tweet about like what their favorite Friday the 13th was. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be a good one. One through 15, which one? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, there has been a bunch. Uh, producer Bill Fuller, I think that's uh, the person who gave us the last quote, had said that a script for... Brad, Brad Fuller. What did I say? Bill. <laughs> nice. Brad or Fuller said, a <laughs> said, said that uh, a script from Prisoners writer Aaron... Guzikowski, nice uh, is complete, and the story has great characters. That Prisoners movie was really good. Let me guess, it has a token black character, a young girl with big boobs, a brunette, no. and a blonde. <laughs> no, great. I think they'll show what his life was before he became that, and I guess Dorn his tortured torturing. Okay. Yeah, well, because I thought, I mean, again, I'm and not that his big, motivation. I'm not a big follower and pro on it, but I thought Voorhees drowned as a young, younger child yes. in the lake. So yeah, John Carpenter threw some shade on Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, really? Yeah, he was just saying like, um, it would the, the '80s were like the horror generation because they saw that Halloween made all this money on this low budget, right? And then they just wanted to capitalize, and they just got the younger audience, and they just made like 15 of them. With Jason. That's why the horror genre. Or the Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Right. Hmm. All right. (laughs) Stan Lee recently discussed his cameo in Deadpool, joking that uh, he's damn mad about his strip club appearance in Fox's R-rated flick. Uh, He he says, uh, I don't know if I should tell you the truth about the cameo. I was not in the topless dance place. I did that in a studio, and then they put it into the movie. And I'm damn mad about that. (laughs) <laughs> and then he jokingly uh, goes on to continue saying i made them promise uh, that he'd act- or he made them promise sorry that uh, they he'll actually be on location the next time <laughs> he wants to go to shaky butts live i was gonna say that's what he's more pissed about he's pissed about the fact he didn't get to experience it yeah not that he was in that yeah that's why he's mad <laughs> he wanted to be in the real place with the real boobies why the hell not what is he he's 90 now right 91 90 uh, I think he's 107. <laughs> no, he's not, you jackass. 93. Is he 93 now? He was born in 22, yeah. Okay. Wow. Wait, why the hell not, man? Enjoy yourself at that age. All right, let's get into the Comfy Couch review. <laughs> you, you think he still gets boners? Uh, Probably not. Mm, okay. Yeah. I don't want to tell you what my grandfather, my great-grandfather, no, my grandfather said about that. Do it. Tell it. <laughs> Uh, what was it? You were, uh, I think Whiskers and my mom were helping him move in, um, when he first moved up here and, uh, he happened to, I don't know how he got talking about this. Um, but he had mentioned something about the fact that it's just like a three inch flap of skin that hangs between his legs that he pees out of. <laughs> it's like, ew. Dude, Christmas. my, um, my wife's, uh, grandfather up until like he died, he was the horniest freak ever. Yeah. He would like tap all the waitresses butts. He would just like <laughs> he would goes, "Man, I can't wait till I get her home, huh?" Oh my oh god. My yeah. He was I, I don't know, man. 30% of the time it works every time. 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to the flap as a kind of So, in the comfy couch review, we watched "Look Who's Back" um, with hashtag Hitler, right? Yeah, Calc, you want to lead us off on this? Um, yeah. Again, I think I watched it like the second or third night after we picked it. But the premise is, it's uh, Adolf Hitler wakes up 70 years in Germany, 70 thinking years 70 years later, thinking he's still in 1945. It's you know, it's very stylistic a lot like the what we do in the shadows movie uh kind of like a documentary shot style i thought it was pretty funny i mean the subtitles was a little rough but i did get a kick out of the scene at the dog park i don't know if you saw up to that point yes i watched the whole thing (laughs) but no i i thought it was funny i mean it had some slow moments it got very political at times uh, but again, you know, it was shot in Germany and that's what they're going through right now. So <clears throat> yeah, it was funny. Yeah. I have to, every time I tried to watch it, I was too drunk and it was very hard to read and follow at the same time. So I will, I will definitely watch it, but I didn't get to watch it this month. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, it, it is, it's funny. And, um, I, I know Scott, you would agree with this, but it, it, a lot of, uh, the, the Hitler preaching sounded very much like a Donald Trump political. Uh... Yeah, that's exactly what I was just actually I'll, writing I... in for my review. This looked like his uh, his Dude, campaign speech think... in movie form. Yeah. Why do you think everybody thinks Trump's going to be a, the next dictator? Yeah, it was. It, it, but again, too, like I, I I could see that connection. I understood it, but I kept also realizing that a lot of the stuff I read, this is how the German people feel. You know, with things going on too. So, well, they actually at the end of the movie, they, they it wasn't just the German people that felt that way that they were playing into. Like he was saying, this is a world that I can be a part of because it had like a lot of the American, um, you know, people saying, "Oh, we hate the you know the immigration you know persons or people that are coming into the country." Went them out. We want to just like kind of, and same thing with Germany. They don't want all the immigrants and a lot of the other countries in that your or EU that don't want the immigrants coming into their countries because it's, I mean, one person was saying that they thought it was dumbing down their country as a whole. Yeah. It, it was, I mean, some of the stuff was pretty brutal, but it was, uh, yeah, it was interesting, but uh, again, it's a comedy. It was funny. I, I liked the, the dog park scene. I liked when he, he first came to and he's like asking the guy, he's like, how come nobody raises their hand anymore? Oh yeah. I, I saw that beginning. Yeah. He's like, can I get just a little one? And he's like raising his hand a little bit, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> It had its moments. Right. It's funny. Um, so thoughts, pitch from what you saw. You want to finish it? Yeah, I, I, I think I will go back and I will finish it. I only watched like the first twenty. Would minutes, you recommend like it? I said for the first twenty minutes. Sure. All right, Kelk. Yeah, I would recommend it because it's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, we actually, uh, we're talking about it at work today. <laughs> I guess I, I, it, it's a hard sell just because of the not, not that I don't like reading, but with the subtitles. It was comical, um, but I don't know if it was comical enough to sell to have somebody read through that the entire time. Yeah. You know, you ever guys ever see, um, what is it, Valkyrie with Tom Cruise? Yes, I have it. No, I didn't. They they did an amazing thing in the beginning. It was all German, and then it was English subtitles, and then, then oh, they started. I did see that. Yeah, they started intertwining English and German words, and then it eventually just all went to English. Yeah, yes. yeah. that's yep. the one where they he tried to just drop the that. bomb off at the. Um... The compound, right? The, the, yeah. Kill all the, the, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they should, they should just do that, like intersperse it to make it to English. Well, yeah, but I, mean, old... I I think it was shot in Germany, right? Is yeah, that I think it was Scotch German or? produced and, you know, all German yeah. actors the and everything Germans. else. Oi. Yeah. Uh, but it was based off of a book, I think, as well, right? Yes. The yes. movie was, yeah. 
All right, so we got a Frog of Destiny pick Ooh. again for a new movie. Uh, Pidge, you got the frog already with his broken oh, lips. Shaking up, shaking up. He's gonna Doesn't lose his. Place. He's gonna lose his mind when it's me again. <laughs> I know. Here it is. It's. It's me. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So uh, we'll get we'll get you some time to uh, look through the movies and make a decision. Yeah. Uh, I'll make a decision in the next uh, next segment. All right, uh, Calc. What'd you watch for TV this week? This past week, I should say. Uh, real quick. Uh, Game of Thrones. Don't want to give any spoilers. I'm still digging this season. I like it a lot. <clears throat> um, I think this last episode is going to set up for something huge. Yeah. Next episode. No, I mean I think the HBO writers are doing a really good job with it. I like it. Um, and we. Uh, we concluded, or I guess caught up with Alone, the History Channel uh, reality survival show. Oh, yeah, that's so, the one you were saying. It's a yeah, longer-term island survival. Yeah, we're okay. current current on that one. So Cal, we'll just do you wait. think you can do that? Mm, no. I don't, okay, no, well, I don't think so. <laughs> Bitch. I finished Daredevil Season 2. Okay. Excellent. Had some lulls, but it was excellent. Yeah, it did. Ra- I- it did wrap up kind of nicely. What did and you think of Electra? Thank goodness she's in a box. <laughs> no, what are they doing a spinoff on Electra, or is it just the Punisher right now? The Punisher for now, I think they're given the possibility for Electra, or you're going to just see Electra next season. Yeah, I. And then at the end of the season, they had a trailer for Luke Cage. I can't get in. I don't know what it is. I couldn't you get into. You just like because it's, it's, it's Agent Locke. That's why. No, I couldn't get into um, Luke Cage, and I couldn't get into Jessica Jones. Uh, well, that, Luke Cage isn't out yet. It's coming out in September. He's a big part of Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jones. Yeah, that's right. why. It's Jessica Jones. Yeah. But anyway, and then I saw uh, Game of Thrones, and I watched, like, you know, little. I watched the NHL playoffs and NBA playoffs. So. Okay. Uh, myself again. Same thing. Watched the Game of Thrones with the guys. I also watched Lie to Me. I think I've talked about this before. I don't know if you guys have seen it or not. Uh, it's a this guy. He specializes in um, like micro movements of a person's face yeah, and body old, language. Old Fox show. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I, re- I started rewatching that again. I'd finished it uh, prior to, but it's just it's really interesting because it's funny when you think about it. I have started watching like after seeing all those episodes, watching people's expressions a little bit more. Like you kind of pick up on certain things not all the time like i'm not gonna say i'm anything close to understanding or you know seeing it but you'll see some things like shrugs or people will shake their head no when they're saying yes and stuff and that's some of the things that he's saying is your actual body language meaning no you mean no when your head's shaking no even though your mouth is saying yes so it's just it's it's pretty interesting that way uh, i also watched some bear grills on that uh, lone survival <laughs> thing that the way you spell the way you spell grills is awesome yeah grillis Bear Grillis. What yeah. you talking about, Grillis? <laughs> uh, he he. It was great yesterday. Um, Nicole, we had just gotten done uh, with food, and I just started watching it. And Nicole comes walking in the room right as he's eating like one of these huge, like uh, worm type things that he got out of a tree, like a mealworm or something. It was yeah, but it was ridiculously huge and a gr- huge grub. Yeah, and he bites into it and it, like bursts out of his mouth and all drips all down his chin and he's like wiping it off and he goes this thing tastes like all of your friends got together and put their boogers into a sausage skin and then you ate it I'm like <laughs> oh my god that's disgusting did you guys ever see bizarre foods yes yes with andrew zimmer yeah i like that show yep yeah uh willa holland speaking of the uh, daredevil and um superhero stuff uh who stars as speedy in the arrow 
voiced her frustration with the way Warner Bros. is handling the separation from DC Comics film and television universes, uh, noting that the company could learn a few things from Marvel. Ooh, throw some shade. Uh, Marvel, yeah. oh, they don't, DC doesn't have the Disney backing, though, does it? No. No, DC's totally separate. They're a, they're a Warner Brothers back thing. Right. She also expressed her frustration with the impact that Suicide Squad, Margot Robbie, has had on the future mm. of Arrow, as Harley Quinn appeared back in season two before Margot Robbie uh, was cast in the upcoming film. The show initially had plans for Quinn, but have since been scrapped. When DC found out they were going uh, to be go- uh, doing their own movie, we had to axe all of the characters uh, before we even got to show them. So. Sounds like she's bitter. Yeah, she, well, I mean, she's pissed because they've kind of been boxed in by the bigger, you know, the bigger parent company, you know, trying to run with the whole DC line thing and compete with Marvel. So. It sounds to me like she wants in on a movie. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like she's she wants in on the big time. And I could have I been Harley Quinn. Yeah. No, no you can't. Margot Robbie <laughs> is better. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like with the... I, they have been doing some good cross work with uh, the Arrow series, with bringing Flash in and also now Supergirl Supergirl's and in with it. Uh, is Supergirl in with Arrow or just with Flash? I thought all of them were going to come together. They're going to come together because uh, the CW got the rights or whatever for Supergirl Season 2. But thus far, yeah, no. Yeah, CBS was selling it off, right? Yeah, yep. But thus far, not yet. Thus far, it's just been Arrow and Flash, Flash. crossing over. Right, okay, okay. But so they are doing good when they do that, which is, I guess, branching out these uh, actors' options for getting additional playtime on other shows. But yeah, I think I'd have to agree with you guys. Movie seems like what she's looking for. Now that I think about it, I mean, Netflix has the deal now with you know uh, Disney, Marvel, and everything, and ABC has all the Marvel shows, right? Mm-hmm. As well as some Netflix. Yeah, or just not Netflix, but. For DC, it's on like CW. It was on CBS. It's in the movies. There's none on Netflix. I mean, it's like it's like all over the place. It's not under one, like you said, under one conglomerate like Disney. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's why mm. it's not getting as much hype or good press. Right. All right, food pairing, Kelk, with your beer. Hmm. Yeah, you're nice. It's a yay. Really, really good. And I would go for If you a, say fish sticks because it's a mermaid pilsner, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> uh, Coney Island hot dog. Oh. Okay. You, you had one of them before? Nathan's, Nathan's yeah. hot dog? Nathan's hot dog. Okay. So just a Nathan's hot dog from the freezer? No, from the Coney Island store. Do they taste the same? I don't know. Isn't that the original long. store? Yeah, the original uh, Nathan's on Coney Island. Right. Wait, which Coney Island is this? Is this the Coney Island? Oh, Cincinnati, Ohio, Coney Island. Yeah, in the Cincinnati, the Ohio area and <laughs> where Brett is or uh, by the PA uh, West Bumblefuck. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scotty, what about you? Uh, me? Oh. I think I'm still uh, with this brown ale. Because before you said you like it, you wouldn't get it, but... I'd buy it again. You would get it. But it would be a long time from now. Yeah. Man. It's got, you got to have it with like a certain food, probably. Yeah, and I can't. I don't have the palate that Calc does to... Like a stinky cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I am a yay. I, li- I like bar. I haven't had, like you said, like with your stouts, even though the sriracha stout was disgusting. I have never had a barley wine that I didn't, I didn't drink. That you didn't agree with? Yeah. So uh, yeah, real quick too. Your guys, hot dogs. What do you like on them? Charcoal burn. 
Uh, ketchup and pickle. Ketchup and pickle. Pickle get... like relish or like a dill pickle? No, well, like a I... dill spear. Mm. Oh, that's weird. I'm a ketchup and onions or I like uh, pickle relish and mustard. Yeah, I like uh, I like sweet relish, mustard, and ketchup. No, Nobody with the... Uh... What the German style dog, huh? No kraut? And no, we're oy, we're from America. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to get new beers. We're uh, kraut. What's that? I like sauerkraut. Uh, yeah, see, there you go. All right, yeah, we're going to get new beers, and we'll be back. This show is brought to you by Mime Glass and Window Installation Installers. Started in France by Philippe Lewis. Mime Glass and Window uses a generations-old process of guest installation surpasses all local noise ordinances. You can rest assured that with mine glass window is done, your job would swear your glass isn't enough there. What? Isn't even there. <laughs> Let me see. I like my version better. <laughs> I, think I think you're speaking Spanish. All right, we're back with Let's. Let's. Talk. Talk. Games. Games. There you go. You got deep. Yeah. So deep, put her butt to sleep. Pigeon, what are you drinking? Same. Uh, same beer. It's a big bottle. The collaboration, the class of '88 barley wine. Cuck. I'm drinking the uh, Coney Island Pills still. Did it? Did time. it get colder? <laughs> <laughs> I swear the girl must have just took this off the shelf right before I got there. Told you, should have put it in the freezer. You don't listen to the beer snob. It is colder though. It tastes a lot better too. Okay. Uh, myself, I'm again drinking one of last week's uh, banana nut brown ale from. The Kuka Brewery in New York, uh, 5.5% alcohol, and I'm not looking forward to it, just saying. <laughs> All right, uh, in game, well, sorry, Pidge, why don't you bring us in with what movie you found while, on yeah. the break? I won Nanny Nanny Boo Boo. <laughs> I picked the movie Frank on Netflix. All right, Calc- so, so Calc- Fr- who's in it? Yeah, so Frank is a comedy with uh, Michael Fassbender, Domino Gleason and Maggie Gyllenhaal. It's a comedy about a young wannabe musician, John, who discovers he's bitten off more than he can chew when he joins a band of an eccentric pop musicians led by the mysterious, enigmatic Frank and his terrifying sidekick, Clara. So the, Michael Fassbender like, wears this like puppet head, like a giant... Um, like paper mache head. Yeah, paper mache, stand on the corner and sell things type of... But really creepy, <laughs> really big eyes. Um, I thought you'd like this one too, Pigeon. The last sentence in the description here is, As his influence waxes, creative tensions mount, and the band's entire raison d'etre is called into question. What? <laughs> Dogfish, if you're listening, please make raison d'etre again, because raison d'etre is amazing, but so was raison d'etre. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, in gaming games. Game gaming? Yeah, game gaming. Uh, Calc, what did you play last week? Um, I got back on the Division Horse, that Mm. patch. I'm loving the patch. We Uh, waited for that patch, and it worked out. Yes, Um, and I played some Overwatch. We don't have to go into the dark zone. Yeah, (laughs) the the Division's great. I mean, whether you're doing solo or you just want to do a quick pickup with your buddies, um, I like how they have the search and destroy and the high value targets. The loot drops are much, much better. Um, and like I said, you know what? But pretty soon, though, we're going to get to a point where the drops aren't as good anymore that we're going to have to venture into the dark zone. Yeah, they say dark zone 201 plus 
in Dark Zone District Six is where you get the really good stuff. We got to get you guys up there. Um, yeah. And over Overwatch, Overwatch, like we said before, uh, past ep- past episodes, uh, great game, fun, a lot of energy, fast, and it's just something you can play for you know a good thirty minutes, forty minutes, put it down, play something else. Dude, didn't you hear what Brad said last week? Overwatch, it's okay. Yeah, I don't know what he's thinking. He just he's one of those he didn't he probably again he's younger. He didn't grow up during the era of <laughs> you know run him under the bus yeah. like Sorry, Brad. Um no, I mean way back in the day the, there was just very simple game modes. You know, you had, you know, defend and attack and control point and again that's what Overwatch is. I mean, I know they're gonna add stuff. Um Yeah, the stuff that they're adding, isn't it? It's I know they're delaying the ranked gameplay, but wasn't there something where there was like a mashup where like if you died you you randomly generate into another character? Like yeah, well they have that right now. The the fourth game mode is like that arcade, and it's like a rotation of newer game modes that they're gonna experiment with. Kind of like kind of like a gun game or something. Man, well it's like they did with Titanfall. I remember when Titanfall was coming out with the new modes. They would do it for like two or three weeks to see what the popularity was, and then they ended up adding it further down the road in, a, in an update. Pitch, what'd you play? I'm reading what you played, and I hate you. Um, <laughs> uh, I played Destiny of the Taken King. I've been trying to level up my characters because the other guy that I play with, who's um, 12, he's pretty good. Okay. Uh, no, no, he's he's older. He definitely does drugs when I play. I can hear the bong going. <laughs> um, I've been trying to do like the Court of Oryx and the Challenge of Elders and prison of elders and everything like that so i've been trying to level up he's like 334 335 and i'm like 316 uh also played some fifa with you last night and you can talk more about that you can sure and like like calc said we played a division which is awesome and i briefly played quantum break and you know what i think i'm playing quantum break wrong <laughs> i'm like taking my time playing it and okay. looking for all the uh, I'm trying to 100% each level. Right, 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 right. So I think what I'm going to do, since I'm so far, I'm going to 100% each level, and then I'm going to go back on easy and just kind of like enjoy myself and do like the, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the time lapse and the time dash. and the, uh, Yeah. Okay, okay. Not look for all the extras, the, you know, the little. No, because I already there. have that stuff. Right, right, right. Which I think I should have, I should, at first, I should have done is playing on easy and then enjoy the story and then go back. But right. okay. I don't know. Uh, as Pitch said, I played um, some FIFA. Uh, I, I beat him last night two to one. It was, I, I was close though. I can't. I was. I almost had it. <laughs> I don't know how I gave you that one though, man. That was some horrible passing on my part, dude. I like right in the goal. Like I just, I just caught the ball because you took a shot, and I went to get rid of it, and I threw it right to you, like almost in the box. It yeah, ridiculous. it was horrible. Dude, how about that one? That one shot that I had, uh, I did like a lob from between half field and um, and oh, the yeah. goalpost. I did a lob shot, and it just went right over the top of the bar. <laughs> uh, I, I was also, like, oh, son of a bitch. I also played uh, Animal Crossing and uh, Mario Kart 7, uh, both on the DS. Uh, I New gone, Leaf? Is that what it is? Yep. Yeah, Animal Crossing New Leaf. I had gone to uh, Balticon and the uh, DS. Yeah, I in, saw you, you were... 
you were uh, ro- you were cosplaying as the mayors, right? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, my wife, my son, and uh, and I all dressed up as uh, Animal Crossing mayors. Since we all have our own towns, uh, we all play Animal Crossing and have our own towns. We played as what? mayors. I had the watering can. As what did the uh, your who had the bug catcher? Your son uh, Nicole or uh, okay. Whiskers did. And then uh, your son had what a shovel. No, yeah, yeah, they they wouldn't let him bring that into the con. No, he didn't have anything. He um he was kind of. He, I knew he wasn't going to carry anything. He, he's like, I'm going to take the bug catching net. He like, had a mace. Okay, he had it for like five minutes, and he's like, Can you hold this? Yeah, so, of course. Yeah. Um, what 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 did the railroad think? Tell me, tell me, well, tell me about the uh, Bolticon, whatever you want to. Uh, it was interesting. It wasn't um 100 my cup of tea. It was more sci-fi fantasy, uh, which isn't bad. So it's whiskers, right? Yeah, yeah, she was way into it, and it was really cool. Like I had sat through a, a few different things, but it was really tough having um, the kid there. Uh, the nice thing was is there was uh, at least, I'd say every day, there was at least half of the day that they had kids' sessions happening that were freebies. Um, and then there was also options where there was free movies that were playing as well, so you could go to a room where there was just like some kind of sci-fi movie. I think they played uh, some Star Trek uh, I think they also played Ooh, a Star almost, Wars you movie. Almost, <laughs> you almost dropped Star Wars. You, you almost did a Jamie Lee Curtis on that one. Yeah. Watch out. <laughs> well, no, they did a Star Wars movie, but I think they did Star Trek first. And the Star they Wars movie Cap- was on <laughs> Sunday. And we were going to go watch that, but we were leaving. So it's like, no, nah, never mind. That's um, the one where uh, Captain Kirk's on the Millennium Falcon, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, and when uh, Captain Solo was on the... Uh, the other spaceship enterprise yeah. enterprise uh we uh got to meet george <laughs> uh, martin the railroad yeah and um he we uh nicole had made uh some dragon eggs uh for our uh the new series this season or the new season i should say this year uh we had a little party and uh, she made some dragon eggs and we gave him one of them and in return she had jonas give it to him when we were doing the book signing and in return he gave uh jonas a small he gave uh, your wife a french kiss <laughs> yeah she wishes oh. Uh, but it, he gave Jonas, he's like, I, I can't just not. He's like, I feel like I have to pay for this. So he pulled out like a Valor Morgulis, uh coin. It had like the um, the uh, Faceless Men uh, kind of hood on the one side. And on the other side, it had like a picture that said Valor Morgulis, Valor Dolores uh, on the other side. And he gave it to Jonas as pa- payment for pretty the cool. egg. Did yeah. you check it for gold or silver? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. That's he, nice. Yeah, he was a really, really nice guy, though, too. He was like easy to talk to and stuff. And then he, he looks also... like he'd be stinky. Is he stinky? No, not at all. Not at all. Okay. And the funny thing was is I thought he'd be bigger because I see pictures, and he looks like he's a very hefty big guy. And yeah. he's actually not overly tall, and he is a little bit round, but he's not as fat as I thought he was going to be, he's to like be honest me. with you. Yeah, it's like... I don't know. Everybody likes like all the comments and stuff where they're like, "He's not in very good shape and very good health, and he's not going to last very long. He better finish the books like immediately." Oh my god! He didn't look like he was that bad. Like I don't know. It looked like sounds like some PS4 fans. If that's the case, I'm I'm doomed. Yeah, Uh, but we also (laughs) you're a blockhead. We also sat through a session where he did a reading from uh, his new book, uh, Winds of Winter. Yeah, you're. Your wife mentioned that. Yeah, and it was one that hadn't been um, released yet. Like he's done some that he's written chapters already, and he's released them on his um, his website. Uh, but this one hadn't been released, and it was a uh, uh, Iron Islands, uh, Aaron, Aaron Dampere and stuff like that uh, chapter. Nice. It, was, it was really good. Anyway, uh, let's get into the gaming stuff. And to start off with our gaming stuff, uh, let's start with Jack Mayhoff. Oh, okay. You want to do that? Yeah. And oh, the winner is... 
<laughs> it just hurts him to say that. Well, that's because he knows he has to play the game. Because I want Scott to say something about Nintendo and make you go out and buy a game. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> That'd be good. Which, by the way, Calc, remind me to um, talk about something for uh, when we meet up for E3. I think I have an idea about uh, your Xbox. Okay. <clears throat> Not to be super vague. Uh, while we're thinking about it, let's do the uh, loaded couch review of Overwatch, since you guys were kind of talking about it. Uh, with the well, thing. I was going to say, I think pretty much, uh, you know, our listeners get an idea of where I feel about Overwatch. Yeah, uh, yeah, what did, talk, what did you guys think? Too, the past couple episodes. High level, what do you think needs to be improved to make it really good? I, I don't know. I, I might be speaking for Scotchy, too, but I, I really like a single player campaign. Um, like when I get the Call of Duties, I know all all the Call of Duty games. I know everyone loves the multiplayer, but I I sit down and I play the single player through before I go to the multiplayer. Yeah, I'd agree with you on that. But the problem is, is this game's a little bit. It's not that same type of gameplay. Yeah, but wouldn't it be cool like to have, I don't know, maybe like an hour or two campaign for each character i know there's tons of characters see but... now i agree with that but i'm thinking maybe more of a training course thing and maybe not so much of a campaign but maybe like a training course with each character that yeah i was kinda... i would i could build on that i would say the soldier 76 that you did, oh he's the best he runs when you do the training i i agree with that maybe it should have been like six to eight stages um maybe being an hour or two uh total before you start playing the game but where you have to try each character. Well, well I don't. Was, I don't think you could. One. I don't think you could though. There's 21 characters. Well, there was one, right? You take you through each, kind of like the controls. Right, the controls. Yeah. But I'm saying, I think you almost have to try each character to get a feel for them, and at least have maybe cuck like you're saying. Yeah, have that hour intro, but just do that for each of the characters. And make it or stretch it even, out so you got 21 hours of gameplay. But you're trying even, each character yeah, if, you but, ha- if you want to. Not a have not even, to, but. Not even each character, but maybe like one or two from each class. The class, okay, that would make mm-hmm. sense. Like, so a hour long tutorial on the four classes that makes sense. I don't know, cause, cause to me it's like, I I like multiplayer, but like, like we said the past couple episodes, and, and I'll say it again when we were doing a beta, and maybe it's different now since it's you know finally released, but it just it's kind of repetitive. I mean, I don't. I had my fun for a couple hours, and like you said, you pick it up, you play for a little bit, and you can put it down. But yeah, it it is repetitive, but it's um it's a lot more challenging now, a lot more strategic. Um, and the cool part is the matches are over in like five to seven minutes. Yeah, and I and I read somewhere that the game is really fun if you play the right way. Like it tells you the best kind of characters to choose like you should have a healer you should have a tank you should Mm -hmm. have an assault but if for me i want to play it the way i want to play it i don't want to play it and succumb to what everyone else wants me to be yeah yeah well i mean but i think i think that can be set in stone i think you're gonna go in with the mentality of i play best as a soldier class and that's what i'm always gonna play as because i can run because you can run um (laughs) i actually used um the defensive class i use reinhardt the guy with the the holographic shield um and it was a lot of fun to use him and and kind of be on the side of watching people panic as you walk towards them and they just can't hurt you 
Um, oh, that's the guy who puts up that big plasma shield. Yeah, he puts up a, a plasma wall, and I'm I was just marching towards the objective or the enemies, and my teammates would line up behind me, and they can shoot through it. So it was it was very interesting to see people flank and move to different levels and stuff like that. So that, that's what I'm saying. It's a lot more strategic now. Mm. Your son, your son's liking it. He went beast mode. He went, and I did read they're nerfing Reaper. Um, he loves Reaper. He I was going to say, he seemed super strong in, uh, yeah. when I was playing in the beta. He seemed like a, a super OP character. You hit that right bumper or left bumper where he goes into that spin and just shoots everywhere. I will give him this, though. I'm, I mean, I'm lucky if I can go five, six kills in a row in a kill streak. He went 41 and 1. Did on, you do Xbox record that? We did. If you go to his profile, it's there. I, I, I've been looking for it. I didn't say it. Yeah, it's there. <laughs> sure. he's, still bitter, um, he's still bitter about the double broken back comment. Yeah, I'm going to try to fuck him up when I get here. <laughs> one of the reasons he went 41-1 and one on that match was he had Mercy, uh, the medic, was behind him the whole time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got, it, it's a game where you got to have – it's like a team game. Mm -hmm. It's yep. not a game for me where I'm like Rambo, like Call of Duty mm. or the Division. Very polished, very fun. Um, my only complaint, honestly – uh, it kind of goes in with the the amount of or the lack of the single player. I don't think it's a sixty dollar game. I think it should have been forty. Uh. All right. Uh, in Sony news, Hello Games, the maker of No Man's Sky, says they received death threats uh, throughout, or throughout a week in which their game was reportedly and then confirmed to be delayed. Yeah, I know. I know. Before we started the show last week, I think Brad mentioned that No Man's Sky was getting delayed. Right. And it's just, <laughs> they just took it too far. Yeah, <laughs> this is, I mean, all it's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, I'm sure. Four fans suck. Go ahead, Kel, <laughs> say it. I'm sure. No, I'm sure. I'm sure we're gonna have you know as we grow. I'm sure we have haters. We have people that don't like you know certain things. But you can't go giving death threats to people. I mean, it's just a game. Uh, well, pretty soon we're gonna. It's gonna be like if you. Even if you're joking, it's going to be pretty bad. Sure, yeah, of course. I mean, any anything like that can be taken the wrong well, way. Well, especially with the UCLA thing. Look, there's the freaking the freaking shooting at a college campus. Like, you, yeah. you can't just put it to the side. You got to take everything seriously right, now. Right. Uh, Kotaku reported um, through retail sources that No Man's Sky has been delayed. PlayStation confirmed uh, that the sprawling space exploration epic was now due to launch August 9th. Also, Kotaku writer, who first reported the delay, also said he received death threats over the, uh, the news as well. And we actually have one of them from uh, Beach Clashers. I'm assuming that's who it's from. Uh, Beach Clashers, MDR, you are a disgusting human being and you're a disgrace to society. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was pretty great, uh, ridiculous. It says, your little article about No Man's Skies uh, being delayed has made me hate you to my very core. It is the only thing I've, I live for, which is ridiculous. Uh, and you go and write that uh, bullshit about a delay. Instead of visiting London later this month, I think I'll come by and say hi to you and fuck you up. <laughs> you think you can get away uh, with this that easy making sorry making fun of our reddit page also that sounds like you have a death wish uh we will find you and then uh, be afraid human we are coming for you i that, think that guy just doesn't have anything better to do in his life this is honestly his... 
the way it's written, it sounds like it's a kid. It's the only thing I live for. He needs something else in his life. He yeah, needs to go that's, outside. That's the scary statement right there. Right. I think um, he needs to go outside. I'm I'm glad my child gets some fresh air. Every he once needs more. <laughs> he needs more vitamin D. Yeah, or or some parental controls. Dude, he needs vitamin A doing. through Z. <clears throat> yeah, and some riboflavin. <laughs> riboflavin. <nice. laughs> like, what is it? What's oh, riboflavin? Crap. No one knows. Mm, all right. Uh, PS Plus games for June 2016. Calc, you want to oh, give us a rundown? Calc's gonna be jealous. Oh boy, here we go. PS4, NBA 2K16, and Gone Home. Ooh. For the PS3, we've got Echo Chrome, Siren, Blood Curse, Episodes 1 through 12. For the PS Vita, we've got God of War, Chains of Olympus, and Little Deviants. Now, a couple of things. One, I played God of War, Chains of Olympus on my original PSP. That was a pretty good game. You liked if the you naked like... part, didn't you? Uh, I don't know if there was a naked part in that Wasn't one. Wasn't there a part where he was making love with two women or something? I think it might have been God of War 1 or 2. Ah, uh, okay. But... um. It was a good game on on the PSP. I mean, I mean, it's a free game. Why not? I think Little Deviance was free. Bef- was that free on the Xbox, or was that free on uh, I think uh, PS4 a while ago? Doesn't sound familiar on Xbox. But I'm excited for Going Home. I hear. I was actually I hear it's really about, good. I was actually thinking about buying it for the uh, the little couch account. Ooh. But um, I'm glad it's free on the PS4 that Kelp can't play and we can. <laughs> I just have to renew my PS Plus subscription. Yeah, and we got to get into the we got we got to do at least a basketball game, if not even like NBA Live 2016. Oh, okay, real quick because I know we're gonna segue into Microsoft. So for oh the <laughs> the <starts>. um <laughs> for the, yes, the for Microsoft the, has better games this month for the Jack Mehoff uh, pick. I'll even front the money. Um, Ooh, pick don't, up. Don't got say paid. it. Don't they got say a bonus. it. Don't. <laughs> Somebody got a spring bonus. Don't say it. There's I'll, two games in my head. And I have a number <laughs> one game, and I will tell you, don't say it. I'm going to pick up uh, Flame in the Flood. <laughs> you fucking pig. <laughs> uh, on the uh, Loaded Couch account, so we can all give it a try. Ooh. About time. Why don't you buy your movies on the Loaded Couch account, too, pig? <laughs> in Microsoft News, reports have surfaced regarding Calc's at best. least one major developer is making a virtual reality game on Xbox One for release in 2017. You guys excited? Yeah. VR? Xbox I, One? 2017? I wasn't excited at first for VR, but I'm starting to get there. Um, because Microsoft announces it. <laughs> no, no. no. The, the Oculus and the, uh, the Vive HTC, I mean... Some of the stuff looks cool. I want to see. I'll wait and see what E3 shows as far as the VR stuff. I I don't know about you, but this whole VR thing, I, I just I'm, I don't. I'm not. I'm not into it. I'm concerned about the cost. It's got to become realistic to really take off. I think it's coming out too soon. I think if it waited another, you know, two three years, I think Oculus when they put out their feelers back what a couple of years ago, and they said they were doing the virtual reality, I think everyone just started. Jumping on the bandwagon sure. just to get at who's out there first. Yep. If they just waited, just like when we talked about last week, Project Spark, it's ahead of its time. I think this is ahead of its time, and it's just—I think it's—it's it's not going to fail, but it's not going to do well as well as everyone thinks it is. You think they should be more on the lines of uh, time frame of like the AR Hololens? Yeah, even—I mean, even further than that. Yeah, Hololens looks good, but I think that letterbox. You know, 
view that you have in there is not going to do. I think they they came out too soon. But I think like that Illuma room, like that'd be so cool if you have your whole room light up on the sides. Yeah, but like I th- if- I think at a certain point you have to take that leap or that step. Like if, if if you're saying like they should wait till like 2020 till technology is like really there. No, no, I understand it, but what, what I'm saying is, I think it's coming out too soon where it won't be as successful if it came out later on. Yeah, and, and I think that's the price point. That's the price point that I'm saying like scares me is everybody you know on Reddit when I scan through or make comments, people say if you've tried VR, <laughs> your comments are I hate you, you pig. <laughs> um, they say oh, wait, if you try if you try it. It's really good. It's really fun. But everybody's con to it is, you know, your uh, $1,200 to $2,000 to get a PC and a setup to do it. You know so what this I, reminds me of, Kelk? What's that? Neo Geo. Yeah. Yep. Do you remember how, how expensive that was when it first released? Oh, my gosh. Like, it was oh, like this is the best thing dollars. ever, but nobody could afford the damn console. Yeah, it was like a 1000 like for the console and like 249 per game. Right. It was completely ridiculous, but it was supposed to be the best thing available at the time. And the only game that I saw was a roller coaster game. And it came and went. But I don't know. I, I my my daughter watches. You know, I guess shout out to Dan TDM. And uh, and I bless more shout outs. Yeah, no, seriously. Um, but he needs to change his hair too. He looks stupid. <laughs> uh, not, not that my hair is great. I'm probably gonna go bald like you, Calc, in a couple of years. But. Oh. He he does his he does VR videos and stuff and it it looks kind of neat, you know. It's catchy. It's I, like okay, that'd be pretty. cool. I think the Minecraft is gonna be the gateway drug. I I mean if the if the price point is right, if you get VR down to oh my gosh, dude, if two, they get down VR to two nine two ninety nine to three forty nine for a VR headset, uh, and you know you bundle it with the new Minecraft, forget it. Could could they sell? Could if the if the rumors are true with Microsoft VR, could they sell this VR and that you know the Scorp you know project named Scorpio? They sell the VR for a loss and just it bundled in with the new system in Minecraft. Yeah, holy shit! I mean, we'd have kids clawing at you know the computer screen. Want and Donald Trump's president, the world's gonna end. <laughs> Speaking of the Scorpio, the previously rumored powerful Xbox One codename Scorpio will apparently be powerful enough to run intensive VR games. Um, yeah, I'm curious. I mean, I what's intensive though? Lucky I'm, Tales like Oculus? <laughs> I'm assuming something that's going to have a lot of um, uh, NPC characters well, walking around and stuff. Maybe that are just very high quality graphics. Dude, like, dude, think- can you imagine a Dead Rising game in VR? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shit. Well, here, here's the. Here's the scary trend I was seeing. You're constantly punching like Bruce Lee. (laughs) Skimming through the Reddit uh, subreddits. More and more people are starting to think that Scorpio is going to come out and be a very high-priced elite console. Um, You know, like around the $600 mark. And some people seem to be just fine with paying that cost. If If Microsoft can guarantee it's cutting edge... And it's mm-hmm. gonna, no. you know, it's gonna nope. be up there with the new PCs that are out now. People are no. saying they would pay that much money. I don't, dude, I'm not a fan of that. No, to look at PS3 from last time when we had the new consoles from last generation. Yeah, it was five ninety nine, right? That oh, was day one. Yeah. Yep. Question. That was no. cutting edge. That was a cell processor. No Talk. one ever used a cell processor. If if it's that elite, 
can I use it as a regular computer? Can I oh. use my like television as my monitor? Not that I want to use my television as my monitor. But well, that's I mean that's the interesting point. It, what if this thing comes out and it can it runs all the universal Windows apps? It can all seven of them. It can have <laughs> the whole Windows Store integrated, so all the PC games would work on the Xbox One. Because I still think one of the bold predictions is they do keyboard and mouse uh, at E3. You mentioned that last week. Um, it, it, it's it's not that far fetched to say that it's very close to a PC in the living room. Dude, now. they gotta. They gotta, they gotta have clear, clairvoyant points of talking about that. Then yeah. mm -hmm. I, I just think they can't fumble it again. Six hundred, seven hundred, you know, to say, hey, this runs VR. I, I don't think I'd be on board with Dude, that. Dude, I can, I can see. It. Okay, four times as powerful as your current Xbox One with the VR for seven, eight hundred dollars. I can see that, but. Like I said, like they can't fumble it again. Yeah, if they, if, they if I can do the math and account for the VR headset being three hundred to four hundred of that cost, I would probably take that leap. But yeah, you can't just sell the box alone at six hundred, seven hundred. I need a voucher to have a date with uh, Larry Herb. All right, we're uh, we're running a little long on this. I just want to make <laughs> I mention real quick the uh, major developer that we mentioned before with the VR. Um, in, or the developer in question uh, has not been revealed, uh, but is a well-known European studio uh, planning the game uh, in an established, long-running franchise. Uh, any predictions, guys? The only thing I think of from a European studio, I mean, we have a list here. I would say Rare with, like, Sea of Thieves or something. Guck? I, I, I agree with Pigeon. I think... Uh... I think Sea of Thieves is going to be an awesome choice to do VR if you could. Um, other European developers, I I don't know. I mean, that's that's a tough one. I was assuming Ubisoft would jump on the bandwagon. Possibly, of course. Yeah, the Flying Eagle game. <laughs> uh, Nintendo news: Nintendo sued over a dangerously hot Donkey Kong costume. <laughs> what? Michael uh, Aconitrillo. Uh, says he was hired to portray a video game character at a uh, Culver City, California mall in June 2014. He claims that the costume was poorly ventilated and unreasonably and dangerously hot when used in the manner required of the wearer slash user. Uh, Akani Trillo uh, claims to have suffered severe, serious, and permanent injury to his person, as well as mental and emotional distress, pain, suffering, and anguish. So that first statement is severe, serious, and permanent injury to his person. To his person. And then the men mental and emotional distress. So nothing really happened to him. Right. He just got dehydrated. Now, the, yeah, the last thing is, is he doesn't specify what those injuries are. But uh, Akinitrillo, whatever the hell his name is, uh, doesn't say that, or does say that his earning capacity has been impaired. Oh my yeah. gosh. His pride. His pride's been hurt. Take the damn costume off. <laughs> I don't care. Get a perm yeah, get I a really don't care. Dude, get a permit and walk the streets of New York City. Okay, next. <laughs> uh, Multi-platform news. Minecraft console editions are getting popular uh, activities from the Minecraft community. Dude, my prediction was right. Uh, the, the first end. of these mini-games is Battle, a Hunger Game-inspired game mode that focuses on fast-paced multiplayer with up to eight players per battle. Uh, Paige, good job. Nice job. Yeah, yeah thank you. 
Thank you. Uh, Telltale Games has announced a June 7 release date for Episode 6 of Minecraft Story Mode, titled A Portal to Mystery. And real quick, build on the uh, Telltale. Did you guys see the announcement that they are porting all their games to the Windows Store? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, wait, that. was was that the article that I saw where it says like, you know, Steam users are at like X million, but Windows 10 they users said, are at like 300 million? Yeah, 300 million potential buyers on Windows 10 and climbing right. and 125 million Steam users. Wow. I mean, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, Why not? Seriously. Now, this, how do you promote that? I don't think not you a lot need of to. people go into the store. Well, Universal Windows with the Xbox. Yeah. Uh, with the episode six, we're gonna have um, f- featured characters like Stampy Cat, Stacy Plays, <laughs> Dan TDM, uh, LD Shadow Lady, and Captain Sparkles. How does Stampy laugh again? <laughs> Oi! Most of them are all boys, <laughs> except for Captain Sparkles and Stacy Plays. Uh, Celtic, you're going to be super excited about this. But the- wait, have you noticed that there's only five players, five people named? There's supposed to be six. Ooh. Who's the sixth? Uh, it's probably um, the pigeon. Larry Herb. It's going to be a pigeon. Yeah. Larry Herb. Uh, the Fable Fortune Kickstarter is now live and will run until June 28th. All right, Calc, you want to give us a little. Uh, down on what your knowledge is on this. I watched yeah, the video too. Are you going to support it too? I was thinking of throwing him a couple bucks, but no, he wants to it. get him. He wants to get himself as a character in the game. <laughs> He's going to donate like ten grand and be like, "Bring back Fable Legends." <laughs> <laughs> now this is pretty cool. Um, the Fable IP was uh, this. Uh, I think Foul Foul Fire Studios or something like that. Yeah, it was something. Um, they went in thinking they were going to get the smack in the face from corporate. And Microsoft said, actually, you can use the IP and continue this uh, this game that you've been working on for 18 months and go ahead and get the Kickstarter going for it. I think it looks pretty cool. It's a combat card game. So uh, is this similar to Hearthstone? Yes. Looks and plays looks just, like, so. just like Hearthstone. Um, but it has all that raunchy humor of the Fable IP. The animations look really cool. It's got chickens. Um they're going to add characters, cards. It has a co-op mode where you and a friend can card duel against these enemy bosses. Um, they brought the whole good and evil based on how you play. Your cards will literally morph from good to evil. Uh, it looks really cool. It's free to play. Um, so it's gonna... I think it's getting too ambitious, man. No, nah, I don't. I think there's, there's, there's definitely a group out there. One, they don't have to only be Fable fans. But there is a group of uh, card players out there, and I think they are liking this transition into the digital realm of card play. Well, and they, they can get something similar to Hearthstone, then they got a they got a winner because Hearthstone makes mega money. Yeah, and they, and they said the whole entire core mechanics, the the game is. They said it's ready right now for beta. It's it's something they've been working on in the studio for almost two years. They said the only thing they're kind of missing out on is that final push financially to get it to production, get it out the door. Um, add a couple more art characters and a couple more sound effects, but it looks really polished from what I saw. I yeah, mean, it's, yeah, it's called uh, Flaming Foul. Flaming Foul, okay. okay. That's it. Uh, everybody, beer thoughts. I think you guys both had the same, so same responses. Yeah, I, ha- I had the same beer. What about yeah, you? Yeah, it's a yay again for me. Okay. Same, same, same hot dog? Uh, same wiener in your mouth? 
Yeah. Is it yeah. Dick in a Box? Okay, myself, I'm still nay on this uh, <laughs> banana bread brown ale. Banana nut brown ale, whatever it is. Okay, uh, let's get a new beer. I really need one. And uh, we'll be back with Brown Breeze. For more from the Loda Couch, check us out on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Hey, if you like me, follow me on Twitch and Twitter. A pigeon pig. Yeah! <laughs> What's going on, guys? This is Cataclysmic Doom. Make sure to check me out on Twitch and Twitter at Cataclysmic Doom. Hey, this is Scotch Hound. If you want to hear more from me, you can check me out on Twitter at Scotch Hound underscore LC or on Twitch at Scotch Hound. All right, we're back with the Brown Breeze section of the show. Uh, let's get started with the beers that we're drinking. Uh, Celtic, why don't you lead us off? Drinking uh, some hot water Okay. from uh, Michigan Sewer. It's uh, a lead lager from Flint, <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> nice. You're going to hell. <laughs> All right, Pidge, you drinking something new? Uh, yes, I'm drinking the, uh, I did it, the 120 IPA from Dogfish, mm. 15 to 20% alcohol. Where'd you find those? Uh, my local store. I texted you guys if you wanted more, but no one responded back. Mm-hmm. I have about six to eight bottles. Nice. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna keep four for uh, aging. Are you gonna bring a um a shit ton of cash with you down when we go to the uh, Dogfish at Brewery and get just a case of it? Get a whole entire case. I was gonna say uh, you should just buy your own barrel. <laughs> just have just them stamp it. stamp your name on it. No, just have them store it there, and they'll send you a. Uh, a case, they'll tap it for you. <laughs> uh, myself, I'm drinking the Michelob Amberbach, a dark lager, St. Louis, Missouri, brown, 5.1% alcohol. Amber. Am- Amber. Uh, in the diarrhea of the mouth portion of, the sh- of this segment, uh, a child is being treated with a, or in Delhi, uh, or sorry, in a Delhi hospital. That's not like the, where you get your meats and stuff. Um, after being diagnosed, <laughs> who was <a> salami? <laughs> after being diagnosed with the hormonal condition known as uh, precocious puberty, puberty, uh, which can cause sexual urges. Wait a minute. Oh, okay. Uh, they took the baby to the doctor when he was 18 months old. At that point, uh, he was about three feet tall and had already started getting facial and body <laughs> hair, and had it's fully developed fun. man parts. I'm sorry. He had like an eight-inch pecker at three years old. Dude, he's old. probably got a bigger penis than I do at his, 18 months. His voice was, uh, had also started to break. Like Kelks. That's, that's crazy, dude. That's insane. He had a fucking at, full beard. He was probably going 18 bald. months old. Yep. Dude, it sounds like Kelk. <clears throat> he's probably bald. He's got a beard, and he's got a huge pecker. <laughs> now, in this same story, uh, we have... Um, this, the, the 18 year old that we're or 18 month old I should say that we're talking about isn't alone in having the incredibly rare hormonal condition. In 1939, a five year old girl, uh, Lena uh, Medina, gave birth via C section in Peru and became the youngest mother ever uh, to be recorded after being taken to hospital by her family with an abnormal growth in her abdomen. Uh, and I'm assuming the abnormal growth was a baby, and who the hell is having sex with a five-year-old? I was going to say, who, yeah, they, who raped her? Cause there's... <laughs> I don't care how sexually whatever she is with this hormonal condition that she has. Five years old, that's just disgusting. Dude, in, in the article, it's like, no one knows who the father is, but the baby lived to, to have a healthy life. Good it's lord. Like, I hope that guy goes to hell You'd and think. is the fucking, like, 
when you wipe your shit off right on his face or something. Oh my god, that's just that's just disturbing. disgusting. Yes, and there's pictures on there too, which are totally disgusting. I like so that the, they have the, the, pic, the picture on the the picture on the right is that the mother so with the, the child. Yeah, Th- that's her with the child afterwards. And they were best friends at age ten. <laughs> I'd hope so. <laughs> they they went to high school together. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> they were both. Cat- she graduated. On the and- <laughs> <laughs> Who was the bottom of the period uh, pyramid and cheer- uh, cheerleading? <laughs> we're going to hell, all of us. Uh, crazy ice cream flavors by state. Which one would Kelk eat? All right, which one would we all eat? And listeners who are listening, uh, which one would you eat? Give us uh, give us some feedback on our at the loaded couch uh, Twitter. Um, Maine. Well, option. first of all, I, I put I put our home state and the surrounding states, and then I added one which just ridiculous, was disgusting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Maine's is lobster. It's a butter infused ice cream topped with cooked lobster. That's just disgusting, man. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of lobster, but. I like Just lobster, add- but with the frozen ice, with the ice cream, that would have to be very rich and creamy with the butter flavor so to even Kuk, be to Kuk even be remotely it. good. Kuk would fucking eat it. Kuk's <laughs> <laughs> like a maybe, yeah, why not? I give it a try. We're all like, we're like, we like lobster, but you know, like it has to be rich ice cream. I would eat it. <laughs> and his food he Just- would be. Lobster ice cream. Well, I was gonna say just as a uh, you know, um, just for people's knowledge, Kelk hasn't eaten dinner yet, so <laughs> <laughs> he ate his wife out. Oh, oh New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> their flavor ice cream is olive oil. It's an olive oil ice cream. Now this sounds disgusting. It's yeah. Yeah. I would rather have this than lobster on my ice cream. Is it, nope, gr- is it I'd green? I'd go for the lobster. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd go for the lobster too over olive oil ice cream, man. <laughs> I could. Ugh. Although butter infused ice cream, just a butter flavored ice cream would be gross. Well, that's what ice cream is. Ice cream is just pretty much like yeah, but not it doesn't overturned. taste like butter. I don't know. Mm. I don't, olive oil. I would try olive oil. Instead. It'd have to have Fabio on the cover too. <laughs> a couple covered in olive oil. <laughs> no, no, for the for the butter infused one. Oh, ah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it has a lock of hair inside of it too. Uh, for New York, it's horseradish. It's horseradish ice cream. That's, I could well, do that. But <laughs> on like a piece of uh, pork chop. I'm thinking horseradish mayo. Dude, must must be that uh, Flint, Michigan beer that you're drinking. Yeah, seriously. Oh, okay, Ohio is sriracha, sweet chili treat. No I wonder way. if I wonder if Brad would hit that up. We should, you know, what we should do. We should find out where Brad lives and then send him like a sriracha rogue. Send, well, no, let, let's buy him the uh, sriracha ice cream with the sriracha style beer. With the, with the the rogue sriracha beer, <laughs> and then watch him destroy a toilet. Right oh, after it. Jeez, yeah, he has to he has to drink and eat it on stream, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, in Pennsylvania, what? this is uh, the most. Okay. Uh, sweet potato maple walnut. It's sugary maple syrup with earthy walnuts in a sweet potato base. I would do that. Out yeah, of that, all these, I would do that. That's that sounds what I was really say. good. That one doesn't seem so bad for in comparison. No. But why does it take Pennsylvania to be the first one that's like decent? There's like weird. I had one on here. I forget where it's from, but it was like black licorice, and it was just like disgusting. Mm. And you like black licorice yeah, too? I could do that. Man. That wouldn't be bad. Hell, would it, would it no. be salt licorice? I would, or? 
I would drink sriracha before I had black licorice. <laughs> I would eat a I would a hunk of shit before I had black licorice. Ugh. You uh, play Yaz flute. Cat lovers can now increase their bond with their pets in a new way by licking Whisk- them using a prosthetic tongue. Are you going to get this for whiskers? You, you're going to get this for yourself with whiskers? The Licky Brush, it's L-I-C-K-I brush, is a soft silicone brush shaped like a large cat tongue that users can place in their mouth in order to groom their cats in the same way cats groom each other. Gently grasp Licky's bite portion with your teeth. Slowly <laughs> approach your cat when she is sleeping in an otherwise pleasant mood. And ease into the soothing and mutual beneficial, mutually sorry, beneficial licking behavior of cats. The product's Kickstarter page states, don't be surprised if your cat licks you back. That's <laughs> fucking stupid. Dude, that thing looks ribbed for her pleasure. I'm just Dude. saying. Scotchy, would whiskers get this? <laughs> Don't she, lie either. She, t- honestly, she might be intrigued, and if there was an infomercial on, she might be like, "Oh, we need that." But oh uh, God, but I'd be sitting right there. The price of one, <laughs> exactly. But I'd be sitting right next to her saying, "Not happening." We can get one for me, and we can link our cats. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh my gosh, Calc. What do you think? You didn't get this one for your uh, your cat rep. <laughs> I don't know. This is. Uh, I can see your son doing it too because he's the, such a teddy bear. The picture looks ridiculous. It looks like a pacifier. <laughs> <laughs> the cat loving it though. So gross. And who leaves their window that wide open without a screen? <laughs> Jesus. All right. Let's get into some questions from fans. Sponsored by Adidas. <laughs> Our the first picture. question comes from at Grape Ape Shot. Is, <laughs> is that a, is that a, a knock at the? Uh, <laughs> the ape just, just got the gorilla that just got shot. Not, knock at the Cincinnati Zoo. Jeez, oh, terrible. All right, E3's, That's Ohio for you. Thanks, E3's around the corner and the possibility of Windows 10 and Xbox merging. Uh, why do you think everyone is upset? I'm a PC player, and I say more players equals more fun. What do you think, guys? Calc, you're the MS guy. Um, you can get into games quicker, probably. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't understand the. I mean, you're always going to have PC players. You're always going to have console players. Um, I mean, why not have them play with each other? Oh, it, if the if the PC players want to, you know, build their own machine or pay more money or have a little bit, you know, better performance, you know, that, that's their prerogative. Yeah, but, but doesn't mouse and keyboard players have a advantage? Well, over... isn't that what you were just saying with the new release of Xbox Me Three? They might mention mouse keyboard. I, You're gonna t- I think they're going to have to play go- with a mouse and keyboard. Would I? Yeah. Yes, I would. No, I wouldn't. It's terrible. Especially if it was a RTS game. I forget. It's the- yeah, but I'm talking about The Division or Overwatch or Call of Duty. I'd play Overwatch for sure with keyboard and mouse. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I grew up playing PC games, keyboard and mouse, like uh, the original Team Fortress, like Doom, like Quake. Um, you, it's just more precision. I mean, a, a mouse is yeah, going to be way more precise. Advantage for console players. <clears throat> yeah, but a, I don't. I don't think they're going to allow them to play against each other. There's going to be, be a some waste kind of that elite, elite controller you just bought. Which I, I got to add those uh, longer, longer throw for thumbsticks. Yeah, there'd there'd have to be some sort of uh, disadvantage. Well, no, like maybe you play on a server that recognizes your controller on PC versus console or keyboard on PC. I mean, you can't have the disadvantage like that. Mm. Uh. 
All right. Well, thanks for the question at Grape Ape Shot. Uh, our next question comes from at Johnny Depp's backhand. Uh, what was or is your favorite fighting game? Mine is Double Dragon because the girl gets beat up in the beginning. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. Calc, what do you think? Favorite fighting game, Calc. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. We're going to get some heat for this one. What do you think? Jeez. Uh, favorite fighting game. Uh, hey, this is a question for fans and listeners. I'd have to say one of my favorite ones was Virtue Fighter on the Sega Saturn. Oh my gosh. Okay. Remember how they were like real uh, polygon shaped? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you'd like to fight the women in <laughs> No, he's, he's continuing with that role. Uh, no, I, it, I just played that in the, uh, we have that uh, throwback um, arcade across the river that we uh, go to, and that's got Virtual Fighter. Jones loves it. Virtual Fighter. You just smash buttons and like spin the stick around, well, right? Well, well, Pidge, what's your fighter game? Uh... I don't know. I, I really like Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, but, I guess it's a fighting um, game. I know Double Dragon isn't really a fighting game. It's kind of like an action game, but I don't know. A boxing game? I really like the Ready to Rumble game. I don't know if you guys remember those. That was fun. I remember that. Yep. I got you all I like the guy, Yeah, I like the, uh, the black guy, the afro. who just went like crazy with a special. <laughs> you know cool. what was really good was Fight Night. The... Uh, what was it? Fight Night Round Three or something? The the EA one? Yeah, when they uh, they brought it back. Yes. Yeah. I think Sudo was uh, the producer on it that when was, it came back. Yeah, the that guy was who, who he was taking over the uh, Hololens. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite's uh, Super Smash Bros. There you Boom. go. Boom. Oh, totally. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Which one though? Uh, I I liked. What was the last one on the regular Wii Brawl? Mela. Uh, yeah, Brawl. Brawl. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, all right, thanks for the question at Johnny Depp's backhand. All right, our next question comes from at Ja, ja Rules Greatest Hits. <laughs> How many? Like two? Yeah. Uh, we take t- with Take Two CEO Strauss Zelnick uh, and former EA CEO John uh, Ritzitello. 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 Okay. Uh, having doubts about VR? Do you agree with them or not? Yeah, I mean, we touched on it previously. I yeah. just doubts about it. Of course, I have doubts. I mean, I have doubts, yeah. and I agree with what Pigeon said earlier. I think there's going to be a a gray area. There's going to be a couple good things in the beginning, and it's going to be really high priced. And you're going to segment. You're going to segment the buyers, and there's going to be a big gap. I think over the next three years before it really hits mainstream. I was going to say, that's going to be the problem. You're gonna, like you said, with the segment and buyers, you're going to have not a big crowd being able to play the games together. So you're not going to have any co- or like multiplayer games happening with that. Yeah, but I think they're just looking to fund, fund the process, like to move it, keep it going forward. Okay. But my thought is, like our Xbox One and PS4, they, they have other, like they have Netflix, they have HBO, they have Showtime, they have Stars, they have other apps. Does VR have other apps besides just these clunky, you know, starter games? Like yeah, I think there. I th- well, I think there's a couple. We'd have to Google it and look, but I'm pretty sure there's already a handful of like Discovery Channel um, things filmed in a 3D lens where you can do VR tours, which I think could be a pretty popular thing. See, I I'd be interested in that. 
I'd be interested in like the how if you go to like a science museum and do like the planetarium or an IMAX. Well, like, what I'm, if what if somebody used a IMAX VR camera and did a tour of like the pyramids of Egypt? And or could, Dogfish Brewery? <laughs> yeah, I'd yeah. That. I mean, what would you pay for something like that? I'd pay like twenty nine, like thirty dollars for like a hour long VR tour. Thirty dollars? I don't know, man. Nine ninety nine. Would you get Would you get conjunctivitis on your eye too? <laughs> uh, I I'd agree about the doubts in the fact that I think it's gonna be a a wow factor for a few years, and then it's just gonna drop off. Yeah, like I, I think I think we all agreed that it's it's ahead of its time right now. But even it's, still, I think, I think it's going to be a while for a few years, and then they're going to get the instant, yeah, I gotta have it, and then it's going to just taper off. Yeah, I think I think it's crawling faster than people thought, though. I think it's going to be a crawl for the next two to three years, and then it'll really take off. Mm. Do you think? Do you think the? Uh, I know NX is coming out, and we don't know too much about that, but the PS4, you know, quotes Neo and the Scorpio for Xbox. Do you think they're? trying to keep up with vr to with with i don't personally I don't know because vr is is going to take it's 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 a workhorse you know it, it's going to take up a lot of processing sure but i mean but i mean processing always gets faster too as the uh, technology grows so yeah what i'm saying is that why these companies is that why xbox and sony are trying to push out the cell phone plant the cell phone type of thing that Celtic was saying to keep up with VR? Well, that and I saw a really good video on the Xbox subreddit. Somebody put a link up for Cloudgen, which is the company that's making Crack, Crackdown 3. And they're a cloud engine uh, company. And the little YouTube short they show shows how the cloud processing that they used for crackdown they showed the benefits of the physics and the lighting and all that stuff there was another YouTube video link that they posted that showed their cloud engine could also benefit virtual reality because they could use the cloud processing to render all the physics and all the data points for VR and take then get it off the processor and take it off the processor which is really interesting hmm. Yeah, I know you've been talking about that for almost a year now. It's just it'll be interesting to see if that ever actually comes to fruition in the near future. Yeah, I hope it does. Yep. Uh, all right, thanks for the question at Ja Rules Greatest Hits. It's uh, <laughs> GR8 EST hits. Uh, our last question comes from at He Man's Penis Toupee. <laughs> oh my God, uh, he's definitely Brazilian. That's, that's what are some games that you've that you're excited to see gameplay of at E3 2016. Uh, it's easy for me. There you go. Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. Yeah, yeah, that does look really good, and I hope to see a lot more of that. You Fitch? think we'll see it? I don't know if we'll see gameplay as much as I really, really want to. I think we might... I think... Nah, I take that back. I think we'll see an on-stage demo, somebody playing with a controller. Um, maybe they play a little quick three-minute three-minute side mission, find the treasure type of thing. Mm -hmm. I just want to know all the juicy details of, like, how big is this world, how interactive, I mean, stuff like that is what I'm really interested in. How many I players think, in world. 
Yeah, I think the art style, I think the idea, pirates, I mean, I'm sold on it. I, I really think it looks good. I just want to know the details. Um, and I want to know, actually, I, I take this back. I already know. It's free to play. So, again, you're gonna, yeah, you're going to have the microtransactions, but... That'll be doomed for it, dude. Yeah, they already said it's free to play. Oh, they did? Yeah. Ugh. Pidge. Yep. Not good. Um, just a couple of Gears of War 4. Okay. Um, I hopefully we'll see some single player Batman the uh, the Telltale games that the they're doing the Batman series. Okay. Um, Final Fantasy fifteen, of course. <laughs> Not. <laughs> uh, the Legend of Zelda. I'm I'm definitely mm. interested in that. Yeah. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. I was I gonna I was gonna say that for my Sony choice would be Horizon. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't say anything about For Honor. Um, like Ubisoft. I, you know, For Honor, I think, is my my lust for wanting another rise. Uh, I'm just, I don't know. I want to see more of it before I make. Isn't judgment. it just like a multiplayer? Oh, they did say it was a single player campaign. I think it, it has single player, but it's also, I think, four player co op hack and slash. Like a, it's just like Dead Rising. You're gonna go through hordes of enemies, and you can choose samurai, Viking, whatever it be. If if I had to choose one it, out of all those, it would probably be The Legend of Zelda. What about you, Scotch? Uh, I'm excited to see what kind of what what's new coming with Minecraft. I, I I've been kind of jonesing to get back into that a little bit and you know get some gameplay with you guys. PC I know, I know it's or a, Xbox One or uh, well just the commingle. And if they have anything new with uh, the Hololens, like what? Because I mean, I know they've been kind of trying to push that too. But <laughs> I think Scott Scotchy's going to be our first one to buy Hololens if, if the Minecraft is bundled <laughs> gonna, right with it. He's, he's going to get man. a second mortgage. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Well, thanks for the uh, question at He Man's Penis Toupee. Uh, appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, that's it for the show. Uh, if you guys want to reach out to us, yeah, and questions, you know, tweet us. At, at the load accounts or email us at gmail.com. Yeah, and if we you guys have any appreciate it. Yeah, if you guys have any uh things that you want or that you're expecting to see at E three and you might want us to uh check out and review or give our thoughts on, uh let us know. Talk to you guys later. Thanks yeah. a lot. Thanks. Bye.